0: We often forget ourselves. Yep, we do. We are constantly thinking about making a living, how we are treating others, how we are contributing to our society and everything else, leaving very little room for us to care for ourselves, to create a life worthy of ourselves. Now this episode of Talk To Me is a real unconventional one because it was a pure conversation. I would usually have some guiding questions to ensure all our guests have a fruitful session on the show, but this was one of those conversations where it just went on and on and we just naturally did away with the questions. And boy, was it a real eye-opener. On this 30th episode of Talk to Me, I spoke to Leontay, a life coach with a heart to help individuals transform the life they live and have a life worthy of themselves. He started Conversation with Leon as an essence of transformation through conversation. Transforming lives, whether it's an individual or in a group setting, one conversation at a time. Have a listen. All right, so we hit the big 3-0. We are here for the 30th episode of uh Talk to Me. Wow, I, I never thought I'm gonna say that. Like I was recording the last episode before and said that shoot, we have we are the penultimate one. Now we are the 30th. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, uh, you heard his voice already. So everyone's listening. You heard Mr. Leonte. And I really like, like, I was been going through his uh webpage and all that. It's so I see so human The way that you put it <laughs> Like your webpage Is conversations with Leon Immediately I'm like ah. And then the first thing you see is Love yourself By choosing a life That is worthy of you See even reading Those words make you feel so good How do you do that Leon? Like how are you How are you good with these words like this? It took so many years It took my entire
1: life <laughs> Took your entire life? Wow yes. okay. I just turned 25 last month Right right And so I was talking to a newly met person in, from India. Okay. And he said, Leon, you found something that even someone mm-hmm. who is at my age, which is like 50 plus, mm-hmm. is still looking for.
0: Right. Right. I'm like, huh? Oh, wow. That, 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 that's in a way a compliment, isn't it? It is. It was, it was so mind-blowing to me. I was
1: just going, going, going. Like, huh. I took a time to pause and to look at myself. Oh, huh, Wow.
0: All right. So tell us a bit about yourself because our listeners, maybe some may not know you, but for them, for those people who don't know who Leontay is. So let's hear from Leontay. Tell us your story. What is your story about and how you ended up with doing what you're doing? And we'll come a little bit to that in a short while. Gotcha.
1: Hello. Hello, everyone who is listening and watching. My name is Leon and I am a transformational coach and facilitator. And I absolutely love the human beings. Like it is, Mm. its is is. We're so strange as a species where we have such a brilliant mind and yet we have so many different types of us. And I, I really love meeting so many different type of people. It's, it's just mind blowing. The same species, but it's, it's oh, so diverse. Mm-hmm. And the, the entire journey really started when I was 14. Okay. Because I, I was sitting in my classroom and writing an English essay. Mm-hmm. I put down my pen, I raised my head. And all of a sudden I said to myself, I'm going to become a coach. Just like and that. Just like that. And it was, it was that feeling of awe. Right. And within 10 seconds, I came back to my body. I asked myself, what the heck is a coach? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, mean, I was Good question. 14. Good question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was like 11 years ago. And coaching was a new field, especially in Malaysia.
0: Right.
1: So I knew it wasn't a sports coach. So I had to go home and Google, what what, what is coaching?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And when it stated developing human beings, mm-hmm. my heart just said, yes, right. this is it.
0: Right. Right.
1: So the past 11 years, that, that North Star has been coaching mm-hmm. and the path has not been a straight road. It has been winding mm-hmm. and going around and all of that, mm-hmm. but it is still the North Star.
0: Right, 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 right. I, I love some of the words that you're saying right there, like human beings are such interesting creatures. They right are. There. I think even if you see from uh, a person in their own minds as well, not other individuals, but a person in their own minds as well, there are many cliffs, many junctions, many roads, many different things you'd feel. You may feel settled sometimes. You may be completely unsettled sometimes. And sometimes you don't even know the reasons behind it. And that's all part of the, if you would call it, the human experience per se. I would say so. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and also like you coming up with the word coach even before knowing what the word is that 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 must be one of those if someone would call it divine epiphany that you just got.
1: I call it divine intervention. Yes.
0: <laughs> divine <laughs> intervention. All right. So before we get into some of the questions, I want to ask. you, I want to ask you this one because I was just going through your website and interesting. I, I got. Um, I understood what coaching, speaking engagements, corporate workshops, and. The two which I didn't quite understand and I was very curious about is you have a program called My Heart's Whisper and you have right. another one called Phototherapy Coaching Tools. So can you tell us a little bit about what these two things are?
1: Gotcha, gotcha. So my heart whisper is my baby. Right. I it it came out actually, it was it was not what it is today. Okay. It was originally a two and a half hour workshop. Mm-hmm. And using the coaching tools, the the phototherapy tools, I bring someone who is absolutely not connected with their heart completely back into their bodies and their hearts,
0: mm.
1: and they get to listen to what their heart has to say to them, the important things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because I, I, the reason it's called the my heart's whisper is because there's a saying, They're, that the heart whispers, mm-hmm. so it is quiet. Right. And at the same time, we have our head noise and it is loud. (laughs) And we have the outside noise too, which is even louder.
0: (laughs) Yes, indeed.
1: And they can cover the voice of our hearts. Mm. And yet our heart holds our truth. Mm. It's so important to navigate our lives, like all the junctures and all of that with our truth. Mm. And not many people are connected with their truth. Mm. There can be many reasons. It can be outside noise and inside noise too loud Mm -hmm. it can be because things are just overwhelming right now we were we just got through we're still in the end of the pandemic but we're still going through it cross fingers in the pandemic ah, crossing (laughs) fingers too yes (laughs) and ah, so many other reasons Mm.
0: Mm.
1: but yet that is so important to come home and look at our truth like i have a i have a movement that is called conversation with myself
0: Right. okay
1: and it literally is every Monday night, we come together and we have a conversation with ourselves.
0: <laughs> I'm imagining how that happened. <laughs> it, it was
1: before before this, it was I coached one person in a group setting. Right. But right. some people say I feel left out, even though I'm learning from that person, I have my things that I want to discover as well. Mm. So I was like, okay, this is not for me. So I, I tweeted so that we all come together, we journal together, have a conversation with ourselves. Mm-hmm. On what is important. Hmm. And anyone has questions, anyone has any insights they want to share, and we find I am there for that. So that's every Monday night.
0: Every Monday. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. So you've mentioned a few interesting things there. And I, I just want to kind of ask you this, right? Uh-huh. So, yeah, you're right about that whole heart whispers kind of thing and our mind and our thoughts and all that. So I, I take this like, You know, when your heart is trying to tell you something, I I don't know, this is how I feel it, when you can actually feel it. Like you you feel the palpitation, you feel that beating and you're like something, something, something is about this whole thing. But then there's the mind component as well. I I don't know (laughs) if it's the mind component and the heart being unsure, because let's say example, you're gonna make a, a decision though mm. something feels very right about this like you feel right about this and then you start second guessing and then as you go through the motions of the decision and you are uh, you you already made it but then you are already second guessing it again and you're like did i make the right choice here what's going on so what is happening there is that the, the, the heart going crazy or is that the mind playing tricks with the heart what's if, happening if that's
1: going on for you it's normal we are human right. actually it, it might not be normal it might be conditional conditional oh okay interesting we have a condition to be a certain way, think a certain way and conform to certain norms and standards. Hmm. But sometimes our, when our truth comes out, it is not matching those frameworks. Right. And then we start to doubt. What you say is like, ah, oh, the self-doubt comes in. Is, is this right or is this not right? Right. And sometimes it is easier to say yes to a smaller knowing than a bigger challenging one. For example, I, I, had, I had a voice that tells me, go to Hawaii.
0: <laughs> did you listen? No, oh. <laughs> it was right before the pandemic.
1: <laughs> but it, it's not now. Okay. I am. I am planning for it because I could go. Right. But I'm also there's this thing that says follow your heart, but bring your head with you. <laughs>
0: right.
1: okay. If I go to Hawaii, what I could done could have done last time was my entire life savings. I could spend a month there. Mm. I don't know if I was meant to meet someone at that point of time or whatever that was, but okay. I did not choose to go.
0: Mm.
1: it was it was more of a choice for me right but there are different timings when the heart just says something and you know this is absolutely yes
0: right right okay so um, let's let's when it's not way. a
1: complete yes i don't go for it <laughs> or I, I i'm curious i listen right what, what is the truth regarding this this sudden intuition or sudden thought
0: okay and and what if like you listen to your heart i uh-huh. Um, you rationalize it enough with your mind, great. And uh-huh. then you say, okay, the heart was right. I'm going to make this choice. And then when you made that choice, there's always this whole, you, whether you want to call it a decision remorse or bias remorse, whatever wow. you want to call it, right? You always get that after that. So is that one of the things where you just got to put it away? Or is that something which you should indulge, but hmm. find a way to process?
1: What it sounds like to me is people are judging themselves
0: mm.
1: I made this choice. ah, oh, I should't have done that and mm. I' because of that, I am this and that they're judging themselves and their choices
0: mm.
1: not not the most loving way to live
0: not the most loving way to live
1: because the oh, the reason I touch on the the movement is because mm. I have three pillars for the movement, okay, and for the conversation with myself movement, the first one is truth. this is the speed run okay. version of it
0: all right. Sure. Go truth.
1: Because the truth is loving for you. Mm. Because when you are seeing the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you're standing on solid ground. Because mm. if we are living in our delusions, our illusions, our fantasies, then, then the ground is shaky. It's like, oh, is this real? Is this not? Uncertainty. But when you're standing in truth, it just is.
0: Mm.
1: No judgment, mm. no expectation. This is what's going on. And the decisions that you can make from that space is so much more powerful. Mm. It's stable, it's solid, it's certain. Mm. But sometimes seeing the truth can be scary.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I'm not yes. ready to see that big truth yet.
1: Oh. Right. <laughs> and so be, be,
0: before, before you go to the uh-huh. second pillar, I want to ask you that. So yes. is that what commonly happens with people where you are not ready to face the truth because you're fearful of the truth? So... Therefore, then comes that whole saying, I can't find my truth. Possible. because It's
1: it's a a way the ego protects itself. Ah. It's it's a wise mechanism, but at the same time, it's quite limiting. Mm. Because the ego is an idea of like, this is who I am. And when you meet the truth and when you meet love, they are ego destroyers.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Okay.
1: So there are some things that threaten us in a bad way, but some things liberate us. But the ego is not able to distinguish the two. Right. So it's scary. And some people, they (laughs) you see this a lot in in the current and a lot of people's lives, Mm -hmm. distraction. Mm. I go to parties at night, I drink and get drunk so that Mm -hmm. I don't face what's going on in my life. I watch K dramas, I eat or I do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And not to say any of those are wrong. Mm-hmm. They they are, if you choose it as an activity as, it, as its own and you mm. enjoy it, go for it.
0: Mm.
1: But if it, is, if it is to distract yourself, mm. then that might be something that is important to look at. Mm.
0: Mm.
1: But it can be scary. So that's why the second pillar is so damn important.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, okay, what's the second pillar?
1: <laughs> that's the second pillar that complements it is the pillar of being loving being loving okay yes, it's not love it's being loving right because can I curse here
0: <laughs> oh, go ahead, go, oh, ahead. No. go for it
1: okay because <laughs> <laughs> when I was exploring the, the topic of self-love with, right. uh, with a coach or mentor
0: right
1: I stared him dead in the eye I, I slammed my fist on the chair I said what the fuck is self-love
0: right
1: I was so pissed right
0: because
1: I could not understand it
0: right
1: and I asked him what the fuck is it? How do you do it? Mm. <laughs> he looked back at me with loving eyes and he just said, oh, it's not a doing. Mm-hmm. And he just pop out, clicked. It's it, it, not it's, a doing. Okay. Yes, that's why it's being loving. Oh, right. It's a quality of compassion. Okay. Of gentleness, mm-hmm. of love. That, that When you match it together with the truth, it becomes a compassionate truth. Compassionate truth. Okay. And it is easier to see the compassionate truth than the harsh reality.
0: Mm.
1: Because a lot of people like candor, but without love, it becomes an attack sometimes. It can feel like Mm. that.
0: Yeah.
1: So the compassionate truth is easy to, easier,
0: not easy, Mm -hmm. to
1: look at, to face.
0: Right. Right but it's not easy as well to get there, right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay. And
1: we are are not taught to reflect. We are taught Hmm. to memorize and regurgitate stuff in school. So a lot of us do not, we're not born or taught the capacity to self-reflect and to distinguish Hmm. or to find distinctions for ourselves.
0: Right. Right. Now, when you're talking about self-reflection, because uh, this (laughs) is a practice that, I do do, but I do experience it in many different levels of ease or difficulty or situation because because it came to me when you're mentioning about, you know, if you choose to go indulge in certain activities that distract you, nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with that, but it's meant to distract you to not think about it because thinking about it or experiencing what you're going through is never always going to be easy. And depending on what you're thinking through depending on the truth that you're facing right it can really take a toll on you when you go through that experience sure i mean at the end of it you will realize something but i think different ones would really take different levels of energy from you and is that some is that something a person is doing wrong. If let's say they're reflecting and they're feeling the pain or is that just part of the process that w- they will feel the pain and how do they help themselves? Because everyone has a certain threshold of how much they can take
1: before mm-hmm.
0: it goes completely over the edge. Well, you're you are absolutely right.
1: The, in, in, in the work I do, either it's awareness or it's capacity. So what you just t- touched on is capacity. Right. Do I have the capacity to look at this, the full depth of it?
0: Mm. And
1: you don't have to go from zero to hundred immediately.
0: Right.
1: There, we, can, we can go with our own pacing mm. as long as we are moving forward.
0: And right. some
1: days you might be moving backwards, but to notice that is also important. Mm. It's just like the, the metaphor I give is if you're just starting mm-hmm. to reflect, it's like going to the gym and you go to the gym, you see the 50 kg dumbbell and say, I'm going to lift this now. Uh, <laughs> and if you never work out in, huh. in, a day in your life, right. you, you bend down, you lift it. You might even hurt yourself.
0: I don't think it's a might. You will hurt yourself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you will hurt yourself. I if you force it, you will hurt yourself.
0: Yeah.
1: So why not start with two? Mm. To five, to mm. 10, 15 as you go. Mm. Because so a lot of us have have that expectation. I need to get there now. I've wasted so much yeah, time in the indeed. past, and I need to be there now. And argh. indeed, indeed, that's indeed. not the most loving for ourselves. It's not the most compassionate.
0: Right, right.
1: And that's why pillar two. And pillar two also includes no judgment, mm-hmm. no expectations,
0: mm-hmm.
1: no comparison.
0: No judgments. No expectations. No comparisons.
1: Comparison with others and judging yourself over, oh, I should be there. I should be better. All of that stuff is not helpful for you.
0: Mm.
1: Judgment, not to, there, there's, there's distinctions between judgment and expectations. I haven't posted the video on this yet. So you'll be the first one to hear it from. Me. Okay. Yay. <laughs> it's a treat for you. Yes. It is judgment. Judgment, there is that distinction between true judgment and judging self. Okay. True judgment comes back to the pillar of truth to see what is and make informed decisions mm-hmm. that is loving for you. But judgment on, in terms of labeling and condemning, not so loving. Mm. That's the distinction,
0: right?
1: Expectations. You can expect all the good things, but not be attached to anything. Okay. The suffering comes from attachment. Mm. If you, you expect all the good things and some things happen, oh, wonderful. It can come from a space of love and appreciation. Right. You expect all of it and you're attached to it. Ah, why isn't it here yet? And Mm -hmm. we squeeze the life out of ourselves. It becomes tight.
0: Mm. But how do we detach that? Because I think that's one of the biggest human sufferings that we have, right? (laughs) It is
1: the only one. (laughs) Yeah, because
0: we expect (laughs) things all the time. Like uh, whether it's this thing we want to get for ourselves, whether it's the kind of love that you get from your partner or um, yeah. if it's a job satisfaction or experience that you're going to have, we all have expectations and we all are super good at lying to ourselves and saying that, yeah, yeah you know what, if I get it, I'm fine. If I don't get that, I'm okay. But inside when you don't get it. You're like, Oh, why didn't I get it kind of thing. And you can see it on a person's body language and face. Right. And how do you detach that? Because it's so intrinsic to everybody to in a way, when you were talking about ego as well, right? So I view ego as a self-defense mechanism. It's yes. good sometimes, but yes. there are times which it really curtails you as well. So there's a good and bad to it. Yes. Same goes for expectation. Expectation I, is something that if used well, can make you strive. Yes. But at the same time, if you are not careful, then you can go, you get too attached to the thing. And you only see that as the only way to get only thing to achieve. And then you get disappointed when you don't achieve it, even though you've achieved something. So how do we detach that kind of expectations or be careful with expectations?
1: There is that element of tightness when you mention that. It's like ah ah." it's it's ah. And there's this flip chart by one of my mentors. Mm -hmm. Detachment leads to flow. Hmm. And okay. to, to let go of the attachment, you invite so much more space, ah, ease and flow into your life.
0: Hmm.
1: And, and you're asking how? That's a, that's a really cool question. Because hmm. again, I, I don't feel it's so much a doing. It's more yes. being. Right. Hey. There, there's who and I'm not sure where this quote is from, but it just rang in my head. Mm-hmm. Trade your expectations for appreciation. Mm. I, I cannot remember who said it, but mm-hmm. it, it just came out. Right. And to notice what we have now and to appreciate them and to love them and to appreciate ourselves mm. and nurture that in my in my worldview, that will expand. Mm. Or we focus on expense, growth. Hmm.
0: Hmm. Hmm. And it's a a practice, isn't it? Like Hmm. you've got to do it until it becomes a being. So trade expectations or perhaps trade expectations as a possible view of, yeah, maybe that's a destination for this point, but then appreciate each step that you're taking. And Mm. that's a practice that you got to indulge in every day in order to make that a being and Mm. get that detachment and have the flow happen, as you mentioned.
1: Yeah, from what you just said, it sounds like it's a a way of life.
0: Yeah, indeed.
1: It's a completely different way of life.
0: Indeed, indeed. And
1: I was exploring this topic on intentions before. Like, What is my intention here? And how do I make it a reality? (laughs) In the beginning, this was like last year. (laughs) Right, <laughs> and I was holding the intention so tight it squeezes the life out of myself and the intention mm. it could not come to me because I was I, was, I had no space
0: right.
1: I was so tight I was so focused so hyper focused that mm. there was no space for anything else to come into my life
0: right.
1: but when I ah, relax breathe mm-hmm. I can see what is this comes back to truth again it is where am I right now in terms of my intention? Am I getting closer or am I not what's going on? Mm. And when, when I see the truth, then I can make informed choices forward.
0: Right?
1: So this, this does not need to, we don't have to whip ourselves. I, I have this, uh, what do I, what do you call it? It's not a marker, is it? No, is this the one that in, like whips? I had that image for myself. That's someone. That's me. Torture, <laughs> in a way, yes. It's so unloving. Yeah. If it, when I closed my eyes last year, mm. there was the me that was whipping myself. Mm. Not good enough. Should be better. It's just. It's just so harm. Harmful. It's so harsh. Mm. I was damn harsh on myself.
0: Mm.
1: And that was not the most loving. Mm. I'm sure a lot of Asians can relate. Because we we might have internalized external voices. Mm. And even, even if that is the case, the external voices, they meant the best for us. They just didn't know any any other way to communicate that.
0: Right. It's just unlearning
1: those patterns that do not serve us
0: anymore. Hmm. So it's interesting you said that the external voice thing, right? Mm. Because that's the truth of... Uh, what I, I because I, I do speaker sessions and mentorings and all that as well so that's the that's one of those things that I keep on saying that look um, understand the intention behind it mm. but yeah. what you need to take away from it is the meaning behind it right because yeah someone may be saying something but they actually meant to say a certain thing or <laughs> that but the intention of how they're saying it yeah they it could be mixed in their anger it could be mixed in their frustrations it could mm. be mixed in your know, their ego uh, their expectations and when they say it it comes out a certain way but we can self-improve ourselves like you said if we take it in as is and then you go through that whole cycle of the whirlwind of why did the person talk to me like that why did the person say that to me did i do something wrong am i not good enough all that starts happening. And then you can either go the other side where you get completely angry with the person as well. And then it, where does this end? You're you're angry with that person, that person's angry with you. But if you just take a while, to just okay, I get the intention, but what's the meaning behind it? What should I take away from this at this point in time? Hmm.
1: And if, if there's even a meaning in in the first place. True. Some people are just lashing out because they have painful lives and they don't have another another outlet.
0: Very true. Like, so not
1: everything you have to take.
0: <laughs> very true. Very true. Very true. Okay. Third pillar. Because I know you're talking about the second pillar still. You broke down the second pillar into two things. Now what's the third pillar here?
1: All right. So when you can see the compassionate truth, yeah, that itself becomes a brilliant insight. Okay. Like, wow. Okay. This is a very different way of life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if it stays there, nothing changes. Mm. That there seems to be a gap between awareness or insight and reality. Okay. So how do we bring the insight into our real lives, our day-to-day? Mm. This is always true action. Mm. So the third pillar is devotion. Devotion, okay. Yes. You choose things that are loving for you based on the compassionate truth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You choose to stop things that are no longer loving for you based on the compassionate truth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you choose yourself, you choose your dreams, you choose everything that serves you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you make that a a commitment to yourself. You devote to yourself. Mm. I will love myself.
0: And I will show it. Mm. Hmm. You know, as you say this, this is uh, Mm -hmm. a mantra of mine, which I fight with a lot as well. I do advise people on this, but I fight with this as well. (laughs) It does sound selfish in a way, right? Uh, I mean... Unfortunately, that's the negative word being used here. You're using the positive word rare. No, when you Google, just... when you Google self-love on when you actually Google self-love,
1: it comes out as as selfish. Ah, okay. Or, or or what was the word? I can't remember. Like something, something along those lines. It's like, huh. There's such okay. a negative connotation to self-love.
0: So why? Why is that that negative connotation? Like, is it wrong? Or is that the first step here? If let's say you have an aspiration, anybody out there has an aspiration to want to contribute to others. And I, I think everybody, everybody on this face of the planet has no intention to harm another person. So mm-hmm. in essence, everybody wants to be good to everybody, everyone around them, right? right? But I worry we focus too much on that. We focus too much on one thing to do good to somebody else that we miss ourselves. But then on the flip side of it, if we focus too much on ourselves, are we doing any good? Or are we focusing on um, somebody else? Or is viewing it as two separate things in the first place is wrong. Right. That's a powerful
1: point there. In the first place, the word too much feels like a judgment too. Oh,
0: okay. Right, it's yeah.
1: like I said that. What, what what is too much mm-hmm. when you love yourself. Like so many people don't even understand love. To be honest, mm. they 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 have their experiences of love based on their relationships, mm. but is that love or is that attachment?
0: Ooh, okay. If
1: true love <laughs> is unconditional. Right. And in unconditional, there is no too much. There just is. Mm. There's no labels, it just is.
0: Mm.
1: Conditional is oh, too much, you need to give more, or you need to give less, or too little, you need to give more. Mm. Or you have to be a certain way, then you are loved, and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's not love. That's mm-hmm. attachment. Mm-hmm. You have to you have to be with me to show me that you love me. No, that's attachment. Mm. And this this was, it wasn't the easiest for me to digest Mm. because in a way, I've always been looking for love. And there was a hole in my my heart. Mm -hmm. It's metaphorically speaking, not physically. Of course. (laughs) course. (laughs) That I was trying to fill.
0: Mm.
1: Good food, entertainment, all of those stuff. Mm -hmm. Nothing filled the hole. And only the only reason it was killed is because I broke my heart last year.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so love. Because there, there is love, but at the same time there is attachment.
0: Right.
1: And we're human, we're human beings, we're social creatures.
0: Mm.
1: And it's such an important need for us. Not to say throw away attachment, but to notice it
0: mm.
1: and to notice where am I coming from? Is it from love or attachment? Mm. And the short story is I broke my heart last year mm-hmm. and then the it was the first time I actually fell in love. Okay. And I wanted her to be with me. Hmm. And so the, the attachment came out and I could feel it <laughs> coming out from my mouth. Because it's like, oh, this is scary. Right. For me and both the other person.
0: right?
1: And there was a pause in between. And in July, I asked myself, huh, I'm able to love and give so much to this person mm-hmm. or I'm willing to. What if I give that also to myself? Mm. Mm. Everything changed. Mm. I left my job. I restarted my coaching career, mm-hmm. being invited to speak on so many platforms within this short time. this I'm getting eight so far. It's crazy. Within wow. three months. Wow, okay <laughs> So things are just working out,
0: right,
1: and the whole disappeared mm. Mm. so to to actual self-love, unconditional self-love, the flavor of it, really just nurtures us. Mm. and to have to have that direct experience for yourself, to know what is love, then you can also give it to others. Because most people don't know what love is. Mm. And they think they're giving love, but they're giving attachment. Hmm. I'm super blessed because I could not have done this alone. I I had the fantastic fantastic boss. His name is John Francois. And he modeled or embodied unconditional love for me. Hmm. One and a half years with him. Mm -hmm. I felt it. And to have that, to be able to receive that forever, I'm grateful. Hmm. And that's why the Monday nights are happening. It's just me paying it forward. I've, I've received. Hmm. So this is my way of giving back.
0: Right. So, so I-, I know you said not to put labels or judgments. <laughs> I know we you. can, we're
1: human, we do it a yeah. lot. <laughs> um,
0: I guess the vocabulary kind of works that way, you know. It's in, a strange one, Funny, strange way. So, if I were to <laughs> say unconditional love to <laughs> another person, right? Mm-hmm. Would this mean giving without expectation? There's it's
1: one flavor of it. Okay. But to notice whether the giving comes from love or fear.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Because unconditional love, you just give. And there is that freedom and joy and expansion. Mm -hmm. I I see it this way. My unconditional love is I I have my garden Mm -hmm. and everyone else are butterflies, bees, birds, all of that. They can come to my garden whenever they want. And it's Mm -hmm. a freeing one. I don't want to cage them in or hold them down and make sure you love me and all of that. I've let go of that. Mm. But at the same time, I noticed me before this, Mm -hmm. I give because even if I say unconditional, there is that expectation in in the background
0: Mm.
1: or it is giving because I'm afraid of losing them or giving because I'm afraid of not being loved or or, or all of this stuff. Right. So it's it's really to notice what is the quality of my giving. Mm. Is it true or is it hmm, not true? Then you make an informed decision. Do I still give or do I not give? Hmm. Because if it's not
0: true, why do it? Right. So I'm gonna kind of quiz you on this a little. (laughs) I'm sorry, like this conversation is honestly. I'll tell you guys, whoever is listening right now, there was a set of questions I wanted to ask uh, Leon. I'm asking none of that right now. (laughs) Absolutely none of that right now. We're having fun. we're having fun with this conversation yeah. at this moment. So Leon, I want to kind of quiz you on this. So okay. I can kind of picture what unconditional love to yourself mm. can be, mm. right? When you do not put expectations or, or judgments on yourself, you're able to free yourself. You're able to really experience you as you in each moment that you are in. So I yes. can understand how that is. Of course, it's a intentional practice that you have mm. to Make into a habit before you feel being it. I can understand that part. Intentional it. living, yes. Intentional living, exactly. I can understand unconditional love generally outwardly, uh-huh. that garden analogy that you just mentioned, right? Right. So, where you're there, there's something you just want to offer. Whomever who comes in, whomever who accepts it, great. Mm. If even one person accepts it, great. It doesn't matter. It's just something you just want to do. It's Got no strings attached to it. Right? Okay, so I think the more complex ones is when you have, um, or when you speak of love directed at a particular person. So this mm-hmm. could be you just spoke about your partner before this uh, that you had last year. You had an attachment that you decided to let go because you wanted to fill a gap in, in yourself, kind of thing. But that's where it gets more complex because when you're very specific to a person. And this doesn't only mean your girlfriend, boyfriend, your wife. It doesn't mean that. It can mean your coworker. It could mean your manager. It could mean your best friend. It could mean your parents. It could mean your child. So when it comes to the other person, someone very pointed and directed, that's where I feel it gets super complex. How How can you have that? same analogy of like that garden analogy of yours, right? Uh-huh. When it's directed at a particular person.
1: Mm. You, you're absolutely right. You we mentioned like one human being is complex enough. You introduce another, bam. <laughs> uh-huh, exactly. There you go. We double it. yeah. And there, there's also an important distinction as well. Relationships mm. are a need. We meet our needs through relationships. Mm. So, for some people, they have implicit contracts. Mm-hmm. They don't tell you, but that's the expectation. And some people, they have explicit mm-hmm. contracts. Okay. So, it's like, okay, we are in a relationship or committed relationship. Mm-hmm. This is boyfriend, girlfriend, or partner, or husband, wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, the, for the husband and wife, the official one is the vows. Yeah. I pro- I vow, blah, 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 to, to be with you forever oh, and, and the marriage and, and as all well. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it is for some people, the contract is, okay, we meet our needs. Mm -hmm. We love each other. We we take care of each other. Mm -hmm. And for some, it's, we are committed relations. Some some are open relationships, whichever the kind it Mm -hmm. is really tailored towards the two individuals. Mm -hmm. What does it take for this relationship to work? Mm -hmm. What what do we want this relationship to be? Mm -hmm. And not, not a lot of people are making conscious choices. Mm. Sometimes they get dragged into a, a contract that is not loving for them and then they get angry or hateful or resentful. Mm. I don't want this relationship. How come I'm still in it? Mm. I didn't say yes to this, but I'm doing it. And I don't really want to do it. <laughs> mm. Mm. So relationships are complex things. It's, it's really a set of implicit rules most of the time. Cause you don't go go to someone you and say, okay, we're friends now, and this is what we're gonna do for each other. Mm. <laughs> we don't we don't interact that way. We let it naturally come. Right. And for me, that that is the same energy of the of my garden as well. Mm. They come and they come and they can go when they go, and if they wish to stay, they can stay, and we can nurture each other and have fun.
0: Right. So this mm-hmm. is where I'm bringing expectations back in again. Right. Yes. Okay. So when you say And correct me if I'm getting you wrong here. Mm -hmm. There's this free flowingness to what you're mentioning, where you kind of are with a person and you experience the moments as they come per se. Now, when you said about contracts and relationship, uh, the the (laughs) agreement between two people, right? So this is where expectations do come in, right? This is where you would be saying, look, this is how I would do something. And -hmm. the other person would say, yes, this is how I would do it. So what is an agreement on this? Okay, so here's how we would do it together. So that is taking two expectations, mixing it together and coming to an agreement that this is the compromise. Unfortunately, that's the word we use. Compromise that we come up with.
1: Mm, That
0: that in itself already, I feel, is something which may become problematic in future because like we said, all human beings are complex creatures. We don't stay still each experience, uh, and this is a personal reflection of mine, I notice as, as I'm moving, as I'm moving through my life, as I'm moving mm-hmm. from being a young kid to being in my tweens, my teens, my adolescence, my young, young adulthood, and now I'm in, just started my mid adulthood. Congratulations. Getting, getting to my old adulthood kind of thing. So when I still, yeah, look
1: at you. Yeah, I say <laughs> it
0: just started. I mean, I'm like 10 years in already, unfortunately. But, anyways, age is a number. So, as yes. we go through it, we are actually changing quite drastically in each yes. phase of our lives, right? So, it's the same story with any relationships as well, whether it's with parents, whether it's with kids, whether it's your coworker, if you're going to be in a company for a long time, mm-hmm. or your boss, if you're with that same boss for a long time. And even more so, if it's a partner, partner, it's just a life partner, per se. Right. So you may come to an expected compromise at one point, but as you evolve, then what you start seeing is that compromise becomes a problem because you are not necessarily fulfilling everything that you feel that would complete you because you said, okay, to be with that person, I am giving this up to be with that person. Isn't that mm. already wrong in nature? Isn't that already making situations where you're starting to harm yourself
1: no way yes because at at the same time there is the the word looking outside to complete you
0: Hmm. right
1: that that implies the person is not complete as they are Hmm. so what what is the thing that they're looking to complete so that, that is the 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 space where self inquiry becomes so important. Mm. I asked so many people about what self love is. One coach, particularly, told me self love is awareness, self awareness, mm. and to know yourself and to know, get to be aware of your patterns and what's driving you and all of that stuff. Because mm. if not, then you 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 get pushed by all these forces that you don't know came from where. <laughs> and then you're just bouncing around in life and you're ah. Sure. or when you're aware you can you can choose ah, no, this is not how I want to live my life. Ah no, my partner is not meant to complete me. Mm. Where do I feel lacking or where do I feel incomplete? Mm. what is it really what's really going on
0: right right, right, you know he when he when said that that's like <laughs> that's like the perfect recipe of or or the salvo for anybody who's going through separation or or divorce or anything like that right. right? It's the truth, isn't it? Like most of the time it's easy it to blame the other person, to throw it towards the other person because of mm. actually deficiencies that we're feeling internally. Right. And, and it's, it's easier
1: to distract ourselves with relationships too.
0: Indeed. 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 Uh, you you kind of... I, it really strikes me when you said that relationships are attachments per se. Mm. And it, in a way it does ring true because you... That's your expectation there, isn't it? Like you want to have this attachment with the other person. It's not that...
1: I mean, it's nice to be taken care of and to take care of each other. Exciting. To have a family, to to be committed to each other. We're human beings. It's in our blood. Our so, we're social creatures. Yeah. Not to say attachment is bad. It, it, it is part of our nature. We need, we need healthy attachments.
0: Healthy attachments. Okay, there yes. you go. That's the word for it. Healthy attachments versus attachments where you get too lost in the attachment itself. Mm, yeah yeah I I don't know because like uh, I'm trying to think of where in my life do I experience external unconditional love
1: Um, Mm.
0: I think with myself that's a journey that's going to continue on and on Um, and it's interesting that we are having this conversation right here right now because um, I've been and this is for all our listeners out there I've been going through a little bit of a Difficult spell and everybody goes through it. Everybody goes through it. Yeah. But it's interesting that this conversation happens when that diff I'm thick in that spell and it's making me realize things, which is super interesting. It's super interesting that we're having this conversation, Leon. And I I think it's, I say the universe has just sent the right person to talk to for this podcast at this point in time, at this date, at this time. So that's <laughs> perfect. So anyway, I'm here for you. <laughs> thanks, universe. But anyways the one place where I feel unconditional love externally Mm. to somebody is to my son. Mm. It's to my son. Um, Though there is, and I think this is where you're right with that whole, it's okay to have attachments. It's okay to have um, a certain expectation, but what is that expectation? Right? Like with my son, I know it. It's, I feel absolute love for him right now mm. and my only expectation is I hope he grows up well. That's it. I don't have no idea what he's going to be interested in. I've got no idea what his likes and dislikes are going to be like and that's the things I'm going to learn because he's he's just 3 years old. He's speaking, he's curious and all I hope for is he just grows up well and healthy. That mm. is my expectation. And now when I think about that, that for me is, a. I feel like it's unconditional love right there. It's, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not asking him to hug me. I'm not asking him to love me more than he loves his mother or anybody else. <laughs> Nothing like that. It's just, I love this boy. And all I hope for is he's well. Yes. It's, so is that like an example of unconditional love to somebody else out there you just shared it and for a lot of us it's easier to love others than to love ourselves
1: hmm. Hmm. And true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah you're right the heartbreak was a catalyst for me hmm. so i would say relationships are the most powerful developmental tool <laughs> <laughs> i kid you not right because in a relationship you see yourself hmm. The other person mirrors back to you and shows you who you are in the moment.
0: That's a good point. That's a very good point. And
1: you cannot run away from it.
0: Yeah.
1: And so it invites you to look at yourself. Huh, who am I? Yeah. And most people, in even in the who am I dimension, a lot of people have, they attach different things to it. I am mm-hmm. my job, I am my name, I am my age, I am my this, I am my that, I am my prop- the things mm, that I own, yeah, I am yeah. all of this and, stuff, and which is too. not true. Mm. If we let go of all the labels, all the roles, who am I? Mm. And that, that's a more existential or spiritual quest.
0: Which I think is a never-ending quest. Because <laughs> I think it's, it, we all have to be fair to ourselves where As we spoke before we change as we go through life and we owe it i use this word we owe it to ourselves to give ourselves that space and time to actually Mm -hmm. discover and then to really know who we are in that period of time and this is reflecting back on what you said we owe it to ourselves to be compassionate to ourselves that we're not going to get it right instantly as much as we'd love to You said it, we are we are so built. I think this is modern society, right? Like everything is quick. Everything you need to get it done. Everything is based right. on what yes. you see somebody else doing, all that kind of thing. So if you don't get to do it, you feel, why am I not doing this? And we owe it to ourselves to actually be compassionate and to get there at our own time. But mm-hmm. if we don't practice this every day, that's where we hurt ourselves.
1: Yeah. To know and to not implement
0: that's not very loving. So very loving and the amount of times you use the word loving in this conversation i think for everybody out there i think to me to me i gotta say this leon to me this is the first conversation i've had where that word love is has become truly powerful in a way i say it because it's very easy to brandish that word right Mm-mm. super easy um So easy to
1: misuse it in branding and marketing. Love yourself. Come get spa, come get this treatment, treat yourself. It's easy to to dilute it with that.
0: Indeed. Indeed. And even even if it's to somebody else, oh I love you. But really? Is is that really? But this is the first (laughs) time I think that it's it's being used in good context here. And and Mm. it's about loving yourself. Yourself, Mm. per se. And others. And others. And others. And A lot of people, when
1: they when they are starting their self-love journey, mm. I don't know why, but it was strange like that. A lot of people feel like they have to put away other relationships. Mm. I need to focus on myself. Mm. Mm. And it becomes so tight. Mm. And also to reflect back, oh, to to cut off relationships as as you are loving yourself might not sound very loving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> doesn't sound very loving.
0: Mm.
1: So why not? as you are rediscovering the flavor of self-love, allow yourself to love and be loved with others too. Hmm. I don't know what is it about. It's so strange. A lot of people have this preconception. Oh, black and white. Either them or me. Hmm. But why not together? Well, of hmm. course, you have to realize whether that is love or attachment in the first place or something else.
0: Right. This reminds me of that saying, no man is an island. Hmm no man is an island but i'm going to add a little bit more to that but sometimes okay. sometimes uh-huh. you need to just go to your room for a while sometimes yes. you need it. <laughs> okay, Leon. I think I would love to con- use the word I would love to continue this conversation (laughs) but unfortunately time is not our friend here today and again to all our listeners out there honestly there was a different set of questions I wanted to talk to Leon about but we ended up talking about this and this is what the show is about we have conversations and we learn new things I honestly have learned quite a lot in this conversation um, either through the words of Leon or through actually reflecting as I went through the conversation and I hope you everyone out there went through the same experience Leon I usually like to give this last bit of the show as a space for you to shout out anything you want to shout out to any of our listeners out there either it's something that you're doing or it's a message that you want them to have so what would you like to say to our listeners Leon?
1: gentle reminder to love yourselves and if you want to connect with me find me on LinkedIn uh Leon Te, or you can slash conversation with myself a conversation with Leon and if you want to join the conversation with myself movement too, feel free to either message me on LinkedIn or find us on the Facebook group. I-, I welcome you for the Monday night sessions. It's really a chill one. It's simple, easy, and it's just practical. Okay. Uh, you'll be surprised. I-, I-, I was surprised because I changed it from coaching into the-, the format where we all reflected. And I had my own preconceptions are not as valuable, but it's not true. Mm. I was so surprised of how much came out through just a conversation with yourself right? right. and I guess that, that holds the essence and the, the spirit of conversation with
0: myself. So I like it. <laughs> all right. all right. So exactly like Leon said. you want to connect with him either on LinkedIn or Facebook, Leon Tay. Um, Conversations with myself, that movement that Leon no, has. No ass conversation. Oh, conversation. Conversation yes. with myself, um, either you can find the group on LinkedIn or Facebook. Or if you want to check out Leon's page, which is conversationwithleon.com. So all these links, we will put it in the, our social as we share out this episode. So check okay. those things out. So Leon, thank you so much for the conversation. Thank you so much for your time. I had a blast. I had a blast. I had through. fun too. I love this. Yes. So, take care, everybody. And we will catch you on the next episode of Talk To Me Real Soon. So Leon and myself, bidding you. Bye-bye. And have a wonderful day. That was a good lesson for all of you and looking forward to having you with us in the next episode released every friday talk to me is brought to you by nicole it's a learning experience platform that brings you ai-powered personal and contextual learning with expert curated curriculum and communities that allows any customized blended learning solutions all in one app the team at nicole aims to provide a tool for everyone to choose as well as accelerate their skills, growth, career, and future. So we invite you to join us. Check out nickel.app to find out more and let's nickel.